should wash jeans, studded belt. Yeah, yeah studded belt. Eyeliner. Yeah, you got it. All right, everywhere. so you're in. You're coming back from I'm this in. episode. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We should just shoot a content day. That's like okay, down. <laughs> you're like in the old style, but make Laura make it look good. Uh-huh. But definitely like that old. How about I just make it look bad? <laughs> Come on. Can I, can I just have a free for all day? Okay, I'll let, I'll let you I'm do that kidding. on me. I'm not going to subject Ronnie you to that. You don't have to but... pay me. Come on, it'll just be my treat. Okay, I'm all here, black eyeliner. I'm here for it. Let's do it. We'll get some like really dark, like old emo stuff going on. Play some Evanescence in the background. Yeah, just really yep. get into it. We'll play the uh, When You Were Young tour. Like all those the bands that yeah. Yeah, the whole life. We'll just put it on repeat the whole day. <laughs> I'm Molly Stewart, and I'm Laura. And this is is the Totally Wholesome, Not Dirty Podcast. We're best friends, and Laura shoots pretty much all of my adult content. Yep. I've seen everything. Everything. I'm still trying to see everything of her, but that's part of the journey that you can experience here on the Totally Wholesome, Not Dirty Podcast. Laura, what do we talk about here? Anything and everything. What is my job, Laura? To be beautiful and lovely and funny. Oh my god, you're so sweet. But that's not true at all. So Laura is here to bring me a little bit out of the dirty headspace and into a more wholesome one. But I can't say that all of our conversations aren't dirty. So they might be a little bit of a false advertising. But whether you're returning or new to the show, welcome. And we're so very happy to have you here. So Laura, yes. why don't you tell them what they can do if they're watching on YouTube? If you're on YouTube, we'd love if you leave a comment, um, share with a friend, subscribe. Mm-hmm. Do all the things. And wherever you're listening, definitely subscribe and share with a friend if you like what we have to talk about. So uh, let's go get not dirty. Let's get in it. Sometimes it stops you. You might want to pull it up just a tiny bit, or it'll be listening to your boobs, which is totally cool as well, but we want to hear your voice. sound like the ocean? (laughs) Do my boobs sound like the ocean? (laughs) So, um, Laura, I reviewed an episode, and our new intro is funny, and it's all over the place. David kind of just cut it from... All the different takes that we did yes! filming our new intro. All the best parts. <laughs> yes. That's so, so cool. We don't actually have to do an intro anymore, which is crazy because then I had this thought. I was like, I'm going to super prep so that we have a good intro to start every episode so we don't have to say it every time. But now that we don't have to say the intro, I don't know how to start this. <laughs> hey, everyone. <laughs> Welcome back. And if you are new, thank you for joining us. And today, Laura and I have joining us, Rania Daly. Hello, Rania. Thank you. Hello, beautiful. Thank you. So we actually met very briefly on her biceps shoot where I was kind of leaving, but then we stayed to like worship your muscles a little bit. Yes. Yes. How could we leave? How could we? You were so beautiful and like fun. And then I saw you leave like a comment basically. And I was like, oh my God, that's her. Yeah. (laughs) And so now we're linking up here. So it's really exciting. How long have you been shooting for her biceps and doing like muscle content? For four years. For four years. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's a long time. So you Longer started when you were 10? <laughs> I'm kidding. No. <laughs> oh, my God. That's um, amazing. No, when I was 21, um, which is kind of when I started started bodybuilding, or I started lifting in general when I was 19. Mm-hmm. It was, like, the first time I ever stepped foot in a gym. Nice. Um, and then, yeah, I'm 25 now. So It was love. Yeah. At first lift. Love it at was, first lift. It really was. Yeah. <laughs> first squat. I don't know. <laughs> first squat. <laughs> how, how did you get introduced to shooting with like her biceps? Do you do like competitions or anything like that? So I did do my first competition <clears throat> back when I first shot with her biceps. Um, that's when they first approached me and I was like a couple of days out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I did that first shoot and I've been doing it very often ever since. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot of fun. And I've just found of found my niche, I guess. Yeah. Do you, do you do like I think I heard I think it was Ariel that said that they do like live cams and stuff like that. Do you do that on her biceps as well? I don't know. No. No. Not as much like the live stuff, but you like to make your own um, content yeah. for yeah. fitness. So I do. you do like a lot of like flexing type stuff like that. Yeah. Or like well, describe like for people what kind of like content that you enjoy making. So I kind of have like a couple different styles that are very prominent on my page. Um, like I have like the muscle, like dominatrix look. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm also like, I'm very multifaceted. Like I can't really stick with one look or like 
I don't know. It's just fun. I have a lot of fun dressing up and trying different styles. So there's that dominatrix look. There's that just like super strong, like showing like my strength, like feats of strength pretty much. So like, like lifting men. Lifting men, yeah. <laughs> arm wrestling. Men. I love, I yeah, love those. Yeah. Like whenever you do like a Q and A on Instagram, and I get those like, "Do you lift men?" I'm like, I saw that yeah. today. <laughs> oh, of course I do. <laughs> or like, how to pick up women? And yeah, you how were, do you like, pick just up get women? Really strong. Yeah, just get really strong, and then you can pick up anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love these die laughing. I was like, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> when. <clears throat> What was like one of your first her bicep shoots like? Because when I first did mine, I didn't know what to expect at all because I just more recently in the last like three years got into like being serious about fitness Mm -hmm. or whatever. And so when Sean Nelson set me up with her biceps, I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Am I getting like naked or whatever? And it was like the first shoot I had done in who knows how long without like being naked, but it was for something that's like fetish niche, which is like the muscle worship and stuff like that. So I wasn't expecting to like not get naked and then I'm like arm wrestling this tiny little guy and I'm like lifting him and squatting him and I was like what is going on I love this yeah no it's it's just fun um no I had absolutely no idea what I was like getting myself into Mm -hmm. um so my only other like experience with photo shoots was I used to be a dancer like a I was a classically trained dancer I danced all through school um so like ballet photo shoots so I was very used to being in front of a camera in like small costumes, leotards, like in obviously I used to be so much more flexible and like provocative poses. So like I knew that and I was comfortable in front of a camera, but I had no clue. Like, like you want me to like flex over and over and over? Like, what does that do? And it like, that was my first introduction into like that even world that I am so ingrained in now. Like, so, um, it wasn't until, like, I cut for that first show that, like, my muscles were showing a bit more. Like, I'd always had, like, a, like, curvier shape. Yeah. But um, my muscles were showing a lot more. And, like, I enjoyed, like, showing off and, like, posing and, like, looking big. Yeah. Um, well, it's also so... one of those things, like, if you've worked so hard for it, it's, like, not only do you get to appreciate, like, how you look and how you come through in photos, but you're, like, oh, my God, other people appreciate this, too. That's really, really cool. Yeah. 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 Powerful. Yeah. Very. So cool. It is. No, it was super fun. <laughs> and so, like, I posted, like, my first photo of, like, a double bicep and, like, had my little little abs. There was not a whole lot. But um, <laughs> that photo blew up, and then I realized, like, that's what they're looking for. Like, mm-hmm. when I shot with Sean or with her biceps, um just the like repetitive flexing I realized like that was fun like I felt confident and like Mm -hmm. strong doing that like I wasn't putting myself in a position that like I felt vulnerable or like it was something I didn't want to do like I genuinely felt strong and like like, I'm showcasing my power like this is cool yeah (laughs) Yeah. and your hard work yeah totally it's cool to have the hard work on display because it's it's you know, I, I see comments sometimes, like, when girls post fitness stuff, like, even on TikTok or Instagram or whatever, and it's like, oh, my God, you wear that to the, oh, you might as well just work out naked. It's like, well, typically I do, but I put on clothes to put it on social media, so. Yeah, or to be I in mean, public. Or to be in public, but it's also, like, why, you know, why should women have to be ashamed of showing off something that you've worked really hard for because even I know like some people take like you know supplements or enhancements and stuff like that and that's totally cool but you can't just take that and then just look like how someone looks you know what I mean you still have to put in the work to do that so if you're going to put in all that time and effort and what are you just expected to like dress in a parka for the rest of your life because oh my god (laughs) 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 it's like well I would have for it then because it's like yeah, everybody likes to show off a little bit right. but you know no matter what it is that your talent or your hobby is mm-hmm. if you're good at it you want to be like validate me yeah. <laughs> which is like you can have your own validation as well from yourself but mm-hmm. it it does feel better especially if you're unsure about something sometimes to have people in your corner being yeah. like wow good job I couldn't do that you yeah know no I mean? and community is so important and that's why like Instagram is great it's not just like you're not going on there to show off or like get validation you're going in there to create a community and like have people that like follow you and you follow them and you see like progress it's it's all meant to inspire like art yeah and, like their fitness journey whatever it is it's meant to inspire yeah you know? i think that's true like and it's like what 
people take away from whatever someone posts. It's like, whatever someone posts, it doesn't have anything to do with you unless you make it about you. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to make about you in a negative way, you could also make it about you in a positive way and be like, here's something I'm envious of, or here's something that I wish I could do. Or if you don't like it, just go away. (laughs) You know what I mean? Don't look. Like, (laughs) you choose whether you allow someone else to, like, inspire you or hinder you. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's all of our own decisions that make us who we are and put us put us on whatever journey it is that we're going on. So I don't know. I think it's I've, I've also never gotten negative comments uh, personally. I, I shouldn't say never. I'm sure there's been a couple here and there, but it's primarily men mm-hmm. who look like they've been working out the underside of their chin because there's like five of them. <laughs> and I'm like, what are like no hate, but you're spreading the hate. You know, so maybe like spread out your meals a little bit. I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, there's just so negative, so much negativity to be had online. So a place like her biceps and then like finding um, basically a fan base who is all about like cheering you on and seeing the other stuff that you can accomplish, like yeah. with your body and fitness and stuff is really cool. Yeah, And my fan base is genuinely like 98% like super empowering and like very supportive and yeah. like almost like um what's the word? um like worship they worship me yeah so let's, it, let's be like, honest it's, it's muscle worship of, like <laughs> you are a goddess genuine respect and like they hold me to like a great degree so that's super nice mm-hmm. um and who doesn't want that yeah and plus also (laughs) if you have like your own community whether it's like uh some type of subscription platform or your own website or whatever it's cool to be able to interact with your fan base on that level because even on like social media not everybody who's going to comment or interact with you is a fan of you Mm -hmm. and that's that's just life you know what i mean so it's like you can't really take all that stuff to heart but the more that you push out there the more fans that you will have who will basically come back to whatever platform that you're working through to kind of like help support that. And those are the people that actually matter. It's kind of like, you know, even just in day-to-day life, if someone has a problem with you for no reason or whatever, do you like dwell on that every second of every day? Like it's easy with social media because we're always like wrapped up into it and stuff like that. But it's like you wouldn't take that kind of shit from someone on the street. So like why are you internalizing it when it's just a passing comment, you know? There are people who support you. Like the haters, you know, like they have so much time in the world to like be there like trolling others and like talking crap and like that's their whole life. They have no other like things going on better to Mm -hmm. them than to just go and like write the weirdest things or like you know, be negative. And I'm like, Yeah, which is which is sad. But I think we've talked about this before where it's kind of like it, that whole too busy to hate type of thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the things, because especially like a lot of creators, for instance, I don't see them going around like leaving comments everywhere. Mm-hmm. And if they do, it's typically something that's positive. Right. You know what I mean? Because it's kind of like, oh, maybe it's a friend that you support or someone that you admire who like helps inspire you to make your own content and stuff like that. But it's not negative. And it's like, we're so busy working, whether it's like working out and building the body that we're putting on display or whether it's like, mm-hmm. you know, creating our content or running our business, whatever that is, we don't have the time to sit there and wallow in someone else's negativity mm-hmm. or to like wallow in our own negativity and put that on other people. We're too fucking busy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like for people who are in like that negative kind of headspace and I'm, I, they probably won't listen to this because they're too busy leaving mean comments, <laughs> yeah, exactly. but, it, but it's like, if you just took that negativity, cause I know we all get it. We yeah. all get down on ourselves. We all, you know, especially, I hate to say this, but especially as women, because we have so many like hormonal swings throughout mm-hmm. every fucking month mm-hmm. that it's kind of like, it's easy to get trapped into those spots. But if you just take that negativity and push it into something positive for yourself, even if you don't want to do it at first, it's like the more that you do, the more you want to do. Mm-hmm. And that's the same with like feeding the negativity. The more right. negative you are, the easier it is to just be negative again the next time and the next time and the next time. Mm-hmm. It's Sorry. not healthy. No, no, no. no. <laughs> January 4 through 7, we will be at the AVN Expo show. We have a booth for the, ooh, the ooh. podcast and for me and my merch so you can yes. come and hang out and meet laura and i so come get excited for that it's january 4 through 7 at resorts world in beautiful las vegas so we hope to be able to see you guys there we are going to be having meet and greets live interviews we are going to have merch all the merch that you guys have yeah. been waiting and wanting to see and buy it's going to be available first 
at the convention. And then we're figuring out some new things for the new year as well. So stay tuned. Um, and we hope that you guys will join us at the convention. Get ABN your tickets. Show. Get your tickets. Uh, there will be a ticket in all of the descriptions, whether you're watching on YouTube or whether you're listening on an audio platform. Just check the description for where you can get your tickets. We hope to see you there. Yeah. Mwah. Hello, beautiful listeners. We have something very exciting to announce. The Totally Wholesome, Not Dirty podcast has been nominated for an AVN Award. Fan voting is open now, so make sure you check the link in the description so that you can vote for us for a favorite adult podcast. We are excited just to be nominated, and your voting would mean the world to us. So let's get voting, and we'll see you at AVN. As someone who always loves new technology, one question that I have is, why can't tech be cute? But then I discovered kawaii lighting, and I realized that it actually can be, and it is, at kawaiilighting.com. These aren't basic ring lights. They stand out. So whether you're looking for RGB to make a statement or want to do something extra cute, like with their cat, heart, or star-shaped lights, kawaiilighting.com has you covered. Get one for yourself. Get one for the cute streamer in your life. Whoever you get one for, use code TWND at checkout or click the affiliate link in the description to let them know I sent you. Now, back to the show. So I think when I met you the first time, it was with that shoot with Julia. Um, It was for her biceps, but uh, I remember meeting you. I was like, oh my God, she's so cool. It was nice to see you again with that shoot with Molly Mm -hmm. and like... It's just great to see you, like, you're thriving Thank and just, you. like, killing it, girl. Did you Thank do you. her makeup? No. Oh, I, no. She came in, and I think you came in to, like, do content with her, but yeah. it was, like, you came in a little bit later on, I yeah, think, in yeah. the day. But, yeah. Yeah. But I just remember meeting you and, like, all the, you know, like, getting ready and, like, changing outfits and, like... No, yeah, you know, it was... It was, it was fun. fun. Yeah. Fun. We should shoot so some fun. muscle content. Laura shoots pretty much all of my content now for the most part. Yeah, it'll be fun have to have fun. a content day. Really? Yeah, yeah. She can absolutely. just do our makeup. We can shoot BTS the whole time and just, we I'll just have fun with it. I'll even arm wrestle both of you. I'm down. At the same and time. At the same time. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we can just lift her and like pass her back and forth between <laughs> us. <laughs> All right, this is my rep, and I'll squat her, and I'll pass her back to you. (laughs) Hot potato. (laughs) That's so fun. Um, Who's, like, one of your favorite other, like, muscle mommies that you've been able to shoot content with? Um, They've all been amazing. Um, I would say Ariel is, like, my favorite. Ariel is so fun. I've only recently met her. But I, like, when I met her, I didn't realize she was my, like, inspiration photo from, like, 2019 or oh whatever. Oh, my God, like, really? When she, I, I haven't told her this yet, so she's well, so she she Ariel. <laughs> we love you, Ariel. But, like, she had, like, the exact shape I wanted. Like, I could, we have, like, very similar builds. Like, mm-hmm. our, when we shot together last, all of our measurements were, like, practically identical. Whoa. So, like. Maybe it's a little narcissistic of me, but like she's my like twin. Yeah, no, so, like, I love her. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I have yeah. the same. Like, well, one of my other very, very best friends. You know, we look almost the same except for like hair color. It's like mm-hmm. same height, mm-hmm. same build. We could just switch clothes all the time. You know, she's like she's like right there somewhere, right? Yeah, she's, she's right here. Yeah, she's everywhere. And there somewhere, but she's everywhere. She's like the blonde version. She's a supermodel. Ridiculous. <laughs> Both are. We don't look alike, but <laughs> <laughs> similar heights and builds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but no, yeah, it's it's cool, cool to be able to like <clears throat> find someone to create content with that you jive with. Because even like Laura and I, like I'm not like licking her pussy or anything, but <laughs> we jive enough that it's like I feel so comfortable shooting any type of content with her there like shooting it for me and she hypes me up and it's like it's it's still good and productive like like, to make stuff on your own but when you have someone else to do it with it just makes the day go so much faster and I feel like there's more creative input from both sides so it's kind of like like I saw um the TikTok that you and Ariel made like after I had her on the podcast I was like oh my god Rania (laughs) so I just like I you, we're 420 friendly, yeah. obviously. Um, I will just smoke a bunch of weed 
and I'll scroll through TikTok, I'll scroll through like all social media and I just get inspired and then I get on Amazon and then I order outfits, but like I just get like these ideas in my head Mm -hmm. and so like that video with her was like all like rolling in my head. I can't tell people I'm high 24-7, but like there's a lot of creative thoughts going on all the time. So I love getting with other creatives. My um, like favorite photographer, Kavika, I've like shot with like four or five times in the past year and just every time I get like a new outfit idea or like even like just a different pose Mm -hmm. like pose that I want him to capture like we get together and we're just like creating and creating and I love that. Is he in Vegas? He's Um, in Long Beach but he comes out here yeah. Cool. That's awesome. It's yeah. not far. I, I feel like the same like with you because typically we'll start our day, we'll have a little, have a little hit, and then we start brainstorming. A little. Yeah. Oh, sh- <laughs> For me. <laughs> we don't promote anything. No, we don't advocate that. No, but we <laughs> but we really do it. It's it's kind of like it just helps put you in that space. And for me, I don't know if this is you at all. This is probably just maybe mm-hmm. my own experience. But my brain is so all over the place at all moments in time like there's always so many ideas like the amount of lists on my phone the sticky notes that are covering my desk right now it's just like it's all over the place when I can just sit there and like calm my brain down a little bit it's like oh it all starts to get organized and I can make those lists and I can like have those ideas like kind of form easier even like in a broader way than I was initially thinking about it and then having someone else creative Mm -hmm. to bounce it off of is just like oh Yeah. If you look through my notes right now, it's literally all just random like blurbs of like ideas that don't make sense and they just tie them together once I I I love going through my notes or like little like, you know, things that I write like like I like you just said, like they never really go together, but Mm -hmm. you know what they mean. Like you're like, Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, we'll just be in the middle of something, I'll be like, Laura, no, on your phone right now. Yeah. This and this and this. And it makes and no sense. Me. And remind me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, it, but it's awesome to be able to have that kind of, like, creativity and push to always try something new. And it just makes life a lot more exciting than sticking to just, like, the one thing all the time. Yeah. And, like, I'm trying to think as far I just had a total brain fart. <laughs> <gasps> oh no we've been going too hard i think laura it's all right we're good we got okay. this we got sorry this. i haven't had one of those like live on a podcast in a while where i just like had the thought and it was instantly it'll come back from my voice it'll eventually when i when i need it, it when will it's return ready to me. when it's ready it's still ruminating mm-hmm. um so as far as Vegas, so you're local to Vegas now, right? I yeah, I've been here for six years. For six years, okay, that's pretty decent amount of time. Do you do you like Vegas as far as like other places that you've lived or? I mean, I'm from San Diego. That's the only other place I've lived. It's the most amazing place. Yeah, on I Earth. love San Diego. Like, <laughs> and you came here for school. I right? did. Yeah. And finished school. I did. So yes. you're still here. I did. Yeah, <laughs> I ended up staying. Um, I mean, like I. Loved it from the beginning, especially going to, like, a place where I can be so, like, free and, I mean, especially moving out and, like, going to college. Like, yeah. in Vegas, it was super different. Like, yeah. I am a little bit jealous of people that, like, went to schools with, like, big fraternities and, like, had frat row or whatever yeah. and, like, <laughs> could party in houses. But, like, we partied at nightclubs with X's on our hands. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. So, it was cool at first. Um... I think my time here is expiring kind of soon. Mm-hmm. I think that it's like, I don't know if I can keep growing here. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, there's, I, I think like everybody has time limits for certain places and people and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff in your life. Like nothing is, nothing is forever. I kind of get that, like I get a similar thing um, when I'm one place for too long. Like when I was with my ex, we would move like every single year, mm-hmm. sometimes twice in a year. It would just depend no. on his mood. And <laughs> so I got very bad. used to like not making connections and not putting roots down somewhere. So then I'll get like bored and antsy, but that's why I split my time between here and Australia now, <laughs> because okay. it's kind of like keeps something new in the bag. And then it's like, you can go back to something that you, mm-hmm. that is comfortable and familiar, yeah. but it's also kind of like new, like you're discovering it again, you know, but Definitely, I understand. Like, where is somewhere that you would want to, like, push out towards? So I think that my first step is I do want to travel a lot more this year. Like, I can work remotely, so, like, why Mm -hmm. not do a month in Bali and then come back for a month and go back and forth? That's definitely on my list. 
So I think I want to do that, but I have no clue where I would move. I don't know. I think I need a, I do need a major city because mm-hmm. San Diego, Vegas, like I can only do like yeah. New York. Yeah. Well, one one of the cool things about Vegas and being here already is kind of like, while you do travel, it's a great landing base because it's kind of like, you got the no income tax, you have a lower cost of living, and you got a big airport right there that can take you anywhere you want to go. So it is is kind of like a nice little launch pad to kind of figure out as you travel where is a good fit for you, Mm -hmm. which is really cool. It's cool that you want to like branch out and like just start a new adventure somewhere because so many people never do they like i know so many people who have never left like a 50 mile radius of like where they grew up and that was just never me i could never imagine just like being in that bubble being in a bubble (laughs) and then what like going to florida once a year when it's cold like i can't (laughs) i can't do it i wasn't ready to die yet you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) but like even you because you you know made the jump and you moved like to Vegas. When, when did you move to Vegas again? Um, it was like eight years ago. And mm-hmm. I feel like I made the jump because I needed a fresh start. Mm-hmm. You know, like being somewhere away from like what I grew up in my whole life. Like I knew all the same people forever and ever. You know, my family was all there, which is good because I could still go there and travel. It's really close, you know. But like I had a nine-year relationship. We had ended it. I wanted a new a new fresh start. I came out to Vegas because of the cost of living. First of all, like here, it's like you could have a home for what you pay an apartment for Mm -hmm. in Orange County. You know, like I was working three jobs, never home, you know, and it was the worst lifestyle, you know, and um, here it's like easier to have more of a balanced life. Um, I totally agree with like how this is like a place where Everyone kind of waves their freak flag, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and they're yeah. like, they're okay with it. Yeah. And I love that because in Orange County, it's like always like keeping up with the Joneses, you know, what school do you, did you go to? What car do you drive? How much money do you make? You know, that was all that mattered. And yeah. that's how it is in a lot of places and, yeah. and different areas. But like here, I mean, you could walk down the street and see the happiest like person in the world but they might not all be there you know Mm. what i mean they're just walking Mm. down the street like las vegas is an adventure it is and it never gets old which is what i like and it's refreshing and it's great because no one here really is that judgmental about you know do you just Mm -hmm. like they're like Mm -hmm. yeah do you that's really cool and it's a melting pot like we have all types of like cultures all types of people from all over the world like i i've never met so many Like, there's so many more transplants here than, like, I grew up here, which is kind of cool because then Mm -hmm. it's, like, the more... I never used to talk to people, like, ever. It was just, like, webcam in my bedroom for years and years and years and years and years. Mm -hmm. Like, and actually getting out and talking to more people from, like, all walks of life, all different countries and everything. It's, like, you just discover so much more, even about yourself, like, or, oh, I want to try that, or I want to experience that, or I've never thought about it from this perspective before. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, I feel like when you grow up in, like, that towny mentality, at least where I was, but, you know, a lot of people, I've heard similar things. It's very much, like, this is the way that it is, has been, and always will be, and we don't like change. It's, like, (laughs) I live for change. (laughs) You know what I mean? Change is so, like, like it gives you a rush. You're, like, yeah, Yeah. you know, it feels good. So, yeah, Vegas is is where I want to be for now. Yeah. I don't know if it's forever, but, you know, you only know when you know. So Yeah, that's true. Keep going. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Life is just always pushing forward. And as far as pushing forward, what kind of, like, goals do you have? Since we're coming up, this will be released sometime in January. Mm -hmm. What are some new adventures and stuff that you have planned for yourself, like, this year? So next year, I definitely am going to start looking at the business side of what I do. Mm-hmm. I want to like have more like fan outreach and like I want to make calendars. I want to make clothes. Like I have people that have been asking me for this and I've just always been, I don't know, too scared to like make that commitment. Mm-hmm. I've always been very scared to make the commitment to like fully like make my name a brand and like embrace that like what I'm doing is working it's been working like it's not running out anytime soon and I yeah. should just go for it so yeah 
Definitely doing that this year. That's going to be fun. That's yeah. exciting. We yeah. love merch. Yeah. I, that, <laughs> yeah, that, that was one thing that Cam taught me, I think, is that, like, once you get your brand, like, do as much as you can yeah. with it because it's kind of like, eventually you won't want to do it anymore or eventually, like, eventually the, the need isn't there or whatever. And it's like, then at least you can have other things that are fulfilling, especially because, like aging is a thing that I hear about a lot and it's something I used to like fear wholeheartedly Mm -hmm. like the fear of aging because like I remember when I was a kid I think we've probably talked about this before but like everybody's parents seemed so old (laughs) even though they weren't old and then also it was like this like uh, do, do you remember I told you about like the woman in my neighborhood growing up when I was a kid like my mom and the other moms in the neighborhood were like gossiping about her because she was about to have a baby at her age and she was like 32. So I was like, like, well, fuck, you know, when I hit 30, I'm just going to start falling apart. (laughs) Yeah, right? (laughs) It's crazy. But it's, it's one of those things, especially when like the job is based around like our bodies and our appearance. And it's like, yes, like the personality is there, but it's like, well, to get to the personality, obviously there has to be some drawing factor. Like, let's be honest. No one is just coming to us because we have a shining, sparkling personality. That's why they stay. You know what I mean? But first they come for like the muscles or the boobies or whatever face they like or whatever hair color. Mm -hmm. And it's like, but the personality is what keeps them coming back for more. So it's like if you can build that good fan base and have stuff for them to always be interacting with, then it's like that's how you build the truest fan base is like just being able to stay true to yourself and like the things that you enjoy about the job, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. what's like um, as far as like you said, you shoot like a lot of dominatrix Mm -hmm. type of stuff. What what kind of subs do you work with? Is it all like muscle worship or do you get some of like the SPH guys and stuff like that? Do you do anything like that or no? Um, yes, a lot of SPH. (laughs) A lot. I love SPH. Let's make SPH I mean, (laughs) I'm so excited. She really is. She's so, she lives for it. I live for it. And it's so funny because like, I never considered myself to be someone that was like into that or any sort of humiliation or degradation or anything like that. But I'm genuinely, I can be a bully. Like, especially when, like, people are weird to me. Like, it kind of comes easily to, like, be like, you're, hey, you're a weirdo. Yeah. Leave me alone. Like, yeah. nerd. Like, yeah. <laughs> were, were you bullied at all, like, as a kid? To, like, death. Like, I was That's why terribly, we're good at it now. Bullied. Because we've heard oh, it all. I know how to hurt people so bad. <laughs> Dang, this is know. a dangerous duo right here. I'm ready. The let's, trauma's let's, showing. We gotta <laughs> shoot content. Come on. I'm ready. We, yeah. need, we need to make these dreams become a reality for they these will. guys. Very soon. But it was very much like I was so bullied. Like, yeah. I, I had no, like, I would not wear a bikini to the beach. Like, I'm talking board shorts, like a tankini at best. Like, it's, I didn't want to show off anything. It was all, like, baggy clothes. Because no matter what I did, I was picked on for some reason. Mm-hmm. I was bullied for this or that. And it was a lot in, like, a very church, you know, crazy community. Yeah. So that makes sense now. But at the time it was just like all that internalization of like going through high school and like my body wasn't making the changes that the other girls were like I didn't get my period till I was fucking like 15 or something like that had no boobies to speak of these aren't real I don't know if you knew that <laughs> she grew them herself <laughs> with <so> money <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But so then it's kind of like... just money stuffed in there. It's, it's just... It's <laughs> not Clumpers. silicone. No. It's just where I keep my ex to hundreds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I think that's why it's like... At first when I started getting requests, like way back in the day, I've been doing this for way too long now, but not way too long. I love it, but you know what I mean. I feel old when I talk about it. But when I first started getting requests for like Dom me or Dom or SP... I didn't know what SPH was. Mm-hmm. I was like, small purple hat? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you're telling me how small my penis is. Why? That's mean. We're not going to do that. No, that's weird. That. Like, hey, like so SPH, okay, in this world is a totally different thing from when I used to work in retail. SPH stood for sales per hour. Oh. So they'd be like, your, your SPH needs to be $150 an hour. I'm like, now it's totally different for Well, me. my SPH is $150 an hour. Yeah. So. There we go. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> it's all the same really it's all the same when you think about it, it all comes together <laughs> but man like 
kids are fucking mean. Mm. And then I kind of wonder, all the bullies on social media now, are those just like the bullies that didn't grow up? Like they're just still stuck in that same mindset and shit didn't work out for them because they were so mean as it was. Because I just feel like when someone's paying me right Mm -hmm. to be mean, I'll be mean. But I'm never like, even because there's so many different levels of kind of like submissives. So it's like not everybody wants to be humiliated. Right. So, but I know so many people who just think like, oh, I'm a dom. I'm just going to be a cunt all the Mm -hmm. time. That's not what everybody needs. Like, it's almost like a weird, like therapeutic relationship where you have to figure out truly what makes them tick, truly what it is that they are into within this niche because there's so much variety, you know? But for me, it was hard to like separate that. Like, I, I have a hard time just being mean to people mm-hmm. out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. You know, that's mm-hmm. why I always want to check very specifically before. What do you want me to humiliate about you? What is off limits? You know, because... You have, like, a checklist? <clears throat> yeah. Like, things that no, you... No, I'll take... What do you do? I'll like, what notes, do you ask? I'll take notes on fans. Like, like what is it, you know, about domination? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when did this kind of start? Like, what what is it that you do like? What is it that you don't like? It's just like going through like a checklist on a on a porn site. Like like you know, I'm, I'm more talking to you, or but like it's like for the you, checklist. Like when I'm like when or for a client when I'm doing someone's makeup or hair, mm-hmm. people sometimes go, well, you you do you. Yeah. Like they'll give me that freedom, but really, that's to me not a good thing to hear because whatever I want might not be what you want. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to have a problem at the end. And I'd rather like communicate throughout the whole interaction and be like, look, are there any eyeshadow colors that you absolutely hate? Yeah. I won't use mm-hmm. that on you. Or yeah. like, do you not like something... fake lashes? Because yeah. otherwise, I'm putting them on. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, do you hate red lipstick? Let's do a red lip today. No, yeah, like right. I don't want to do that to you. And communicating with your client is important. Otherwise, you're not gonna like get, you know, the outcome yeah. they want. Right. Well, it's also as far as like with cost. Do you do a lot of like custom yeah. work and as well? I'm, and it's always like, hey, be mean to me. But I'm like, wait, like it's okay. We but can. But what do you want me to be this. mean about? Yeah. <laughs> like what. What are you actually looking for? Yeah. Like, what are you actually into? Because a lot of people will come, they don't actually want muscle content. Like, I'm not going to flex for you if, like, you don't want that. Like, if you want me to, like, just be pretty and nice, like, I'll do that, too. Yeah. Like, I need to know, like, exactly what you want because I'm, yeah. Yeah. Well, especially when you're working with, like, content, too. And I know we've probably said this before like i say everything before it's a podcast like eventually you just say the same things again sometimes <laughs> but it's kind of like really knowing and understanding what your fan base wants especially individuals fans who are spending their hard-earned money to buy something custom from you i want to yeah. make that as custom as possible to be like this is really what you wanted instead mm-hmm. of just like a base level thing that i sent to everyone because i know some girls who do that I've heard things from fans about like being disappointed with a custom because they get it and it just doesn't feel like it's that or like their name is just cut in at the front <laughs> and it's a different outfit or something and then oh, it's like the no. video and I'm like oh like that gives me the skeeves like I don't yeah <laughs> oh that's God. just wrong like like when when Laura and I shoot content we like I have like this big list and I'll put details on everybody's custom mm-hmm. that we're shooting through. We have timers set up to make sure it's the amount of time, make sure we go over. We have we all these the notes vibe. on a white Yeah, like we we put the time and care into it because yeah. it's like you know, you could just go like base level and just, you know, send out the same stuff to everybody. But that will only get you so far for so long because if someone is, you know, rather than just buying content that's already pre-made, all right, everybody does that. But if someone's going above and beyond to, because like my customs are more expensive because it's it's extra time they have to take that isn't making content for everyone. It's mm-hmm. just for you. So And it's a production. It is. And so if you're already spending that amount of money, I would hate for you to get something and then be like, this isn't what I wanted Absolutely. at all yeah. because then it, it just feels like false advertising and like, I don't give a shit yeah. and I give a shit. <laughs> and it, it's your business. It's yes. your integrity. You want to yes. make, it's your product. Mm-hmm. It can't be faulty. Like you yeah. want to deliver the best. <laughs> Do you ever look back at like videos that you made when you first started? Like you haven't been doing it as long as I have, but let me tell you, I will look back at some things from like 10 years ago and I'm like, oof. <laughs> Like, yeah. I was making this on a 360p <laughs> webcam with no microphone. <laughs> Starting <laughs> I have this one video that still circulates. I still get it taken down from websites. I don't know why this one keeps getting shared, but 
I like ripped open my foot on a dock that was covered in barnacles because my oh. ex pushed me off the side of it and I ripped open my foot. And so I had it wrapped up because I didn't have insurance. Like, what do you mean? So I wrapped it up with like gauze. And so in the forefront of this video is just my gauzed up <laughs> nasty foot. Like I didn't understand angles or anything. You can barely, and just my foot as oh. I move around is this big bandaged foot like in the way of oh the my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad Damn. or i'll go back and look at my makeup and girl it's just it's like red lip 24 7 with big thick winged eyeliner like mm -hmm. it was just like this is what men like yeah oh my makeup back then was horrible i would do so much black eyeshadow like mac carbon black eyeshadow was my jam and i just put so much all around my eyes i look like a raccoon we should you know we should do an episode where we do like our old from Make high school yeah. makeup, like how we would Our do. Our routine. <laughs> I would look so... And outfits and everything. Yeah. Spend an hour straightening my hair. I'd get those oh. those fishnet stockings that you buy from Walmart and then wear them... Oops, sorry. Wear them, like, over your arms, like, put around the back, and then you cut little holes in them and rip them to make you just look, like, cool, you know, fishnet stockings <laughs> on your arms. I'd bring back my punk rock era with, like, the patches all over oh, my yeah. jacket oh, yeah. and, like, yeah. fishnets and... The Bondage skirts. I well, think we all had that emo, yeah. that emo, the emo stage, stage with acid wash jeans, studded belt. Yeah, yeah studded belt. Eyeliner. Yeah, you got it. All right, everywhere. so you're in. You're coming back from I'm this in. episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we should just shoot a content day. That's like okay, down. <laughs> you're like in the old style, but make Laura make it look good. Uh -huh. But definitely like that old. How about I just make it look bad? <laughs> Come on. Can I, can I just have a free-for-all day? Okay, I'll let, I'll let you do that on me. I'm not going to subject Rania to that. You don't have to pay me. Come on, it'll just be my treat. Okay. I'm all here. Black eyeliner. I'm here for it. Let's do it. We'll get some like really dark, like old emo stuff going on. Play some Evanescence in the background. Yeah, just really yeah. get into it. We'll play the uh, When You Were Young tour. Like all those the bands. Whole lineup, that, yeah. Yeah, the whole lineup. We'll just put it on repeat the whole day. <laughs> Oh my god! In um in like high school and stuff, what what did you like do for fun besides school? Because like since the fitness thing is a little like newer it's or whatever, new. yeah. like yeah, what was kind of like your jam for keeping yourself active outside of like school? So I was in dance full time. Mm -hmm. I was not a theater kid in school. I was a theater kid outside of school. Okay, so I got like paid classes. I like oh. took dialect classes. I can do any accent. I'm not going to do them. Wow. I'm not going to do them now. That's no, amazing, no though. No. You want to share one little so accent? so cool. No. Can you do an Australian one? I can. No, that's actually the one that I'm not very good at, honestly. <laughs> you don't want me to try. Laura. Yes? Is it the most wonderful time of the year? It is. No, it's not. <laughs> it's cold. It's dry. You know what I mean? It makes me thirsty. I have to sleep with a humidifier going in my bedroom, or I wake up with just the droyest lips. Yeah, that's true. All the moisture is gone. You need <laughs> to stay hydrated in winter. People forget. I don't care. Even if you're living where it's snowy, I know your lips getting chapped. I know yeah. they're getting dried out. I hate those my winds. lips being chapped. I hate it's it. It's the worst. I mean, they and, feel... you know, oh, it's the most wonderful time of the year. That's great. You still have to get gifts for people, so why not stuff their stocking with something that they're going to appreciate? Because you know what else happens in winter, Laura? What? You get sick. It's yeah. flu season. But you know what? Someone has us covered. Who is it, Laura? Liquid IV! It's Liquid IV. We're so excited to share this amazing suitcase box that they sent to us, and I got it, and I was like, whoa, I just want to keep the box because it's super cool. So thank you, Liquid IV, That's for awesome. sending this. So it looks like luggage because people do a lot of traveling because it's the holidays, yep. and you're forced to spend time with your family who you don't always <laughs> like, you know what I mean? But it's fine. We get through it. How do we get through it, Laura? With Liquid IV! With Liquid IV. <laughs> <laughs> I love freestyling with you. But look how cool this is. So here, how I'll let cute. you hold this. Look at that. It is hydration plus immune support. This bottle's freaking nice. Ooh. And then I got think. a little weight to it. <gasps> socks. <laughs> Soft socks. Oh, liquid IV. How did you know? Laura, we can each have one sock. Here yes! One sock each. Let's do it. We'll have one more foot for the holidays. So if you want to get extra immune support and extra hydration so you don't have to have those super chapped winter lips, Ein, those socks are not for you. Don't even think about it. 
I don't think that you should give liquid IV to your dog. I don't know if that's tested, so probably not for your dogs. But for you, not your family, the people that you're obligated to give gifts to, you know, you have some secret Santa thing, give them liquid IV and you can use our code. What is our code, Laura? TWNT. Mm-hmm. And you get 15% off plus free shipping, shipping on everything that you order. <laughs> Get your socks. Get some some for yourself. Get some for the people in your life. And spread wellness. Spread goodness. Just like Liquid IV does. They donated, what, over like 20 million some servings worldwide. Amazing. We love you, Liquid IV. Liquid IV is fantastic. And if you want to support the show that you guys enjoy so much so we can keep doing this fun stuff, then please go to liquidiv.com and use code TWND to get 15% off and free shipping on anything that you purchase get hydrated do it now get liquid iv do it stuff it in your stocking (laughs) stuff it down your throat (laughs) be hydrated (laughs) merry christmas merry christmas thank you that's fine i think we're good i feel happy with that nice little sack should we each just wear one just one (laughs) because it's not gonna sound right but were you gonna be in like in acting like my like okay so my elementary school yearbook you know they asked what you want to be when you grow up mine was comedian singer actor dancer everyone else was like zookeeper like it was like yeah. normal stuff i wanted Doctor. to be all the above i wanted to be hannah montana like girl i i understand completely i wanted mm. to do like 50 different things it was like i was I wanted... homeschooled so i didn't have like the oh, book okay. of like i'm gonna tell you my goals and dreams i would just tell it to my mom and she wouldn't listen so <laughs> <laughs> She'd write it down on a, on a post-it She's note. like, all right, I'm going out to Walmart. You have fun. Do what you do. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Do you have, like, brothers and sisters? Yeah. Um, I have an older brother and a younger brother, and they're both in the Navy. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. Nice. That's cool. My brother is not in the Navy. Oh, I there think is he'd mine. be too tall to be in the Navy. Most of my brother's, like, six foot ten, six foot eleven. Oh, my there God. A height? I don't think he would fit. Is there Why? a height cap? Why is he that I think tall? so. Have you ever been in a submarine before? have you yeah not like not like in the service just like exploring one like you know they do like the walkthroughs and stuff does disneyland count the nemo right yeah i've been on the disneyland one yeah Yeah. not quite the same with the the moving screens we can all sit together side by side submarines are fake just like the moon landing it's all just disney playing in the background <laughs> no, but I've been on like you know different like the battleship type things like wow. um, especially out in like I went to the museum out in Hawaii and so you walk through these areas of different boats and stuff that yeah. I've been on in submarines boats and it's and all hose. boats and hose <laughs> and it's also like small and cramped and contained. I think he would just hit his head on everything. Yeah, he would. I don't think he's, it would work. Six ten, you said. Yeah. Jeez. You're going to meet him soon. I know. I'm going to hug him and it's just going to be like to his knee. Yeah. You're just going to be like I and how he jumps on people yeah. that are holding it to their knees. You're Can like, you please take pictures of that? I'll be like, my brother. Oh, I feel my like God. he's my brother from another mother. Yeah. No, he's great. I, It's it's cool Like, because the older I get, the better relationship I have yeah. with, well, not my mom so much, but my dad and brother for sure. Do you find, yeah. like, do you have a good relationship, like, with your family and stuff yes. like that? That's great. We have great. a very close relationship. We That's always really have. Um, I was definitely closer with my brothers when we were younger, just because mm-hmm. we were in school together. Me and yeah. my older brother, like, definitely bonded a lot over a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've got a great relationship with my parents. They're very supportive. That's fantastic. I, I hate when, you know, even if someone's family isn't supportive of what it is that they're doing, I always hate seeing the comments of like, your parents must be so proud of you. And I'm like, what do you know about any of that? And if someone's family isn't proud of them, it's like, what is that on? Like, what, what does, does that, that matter? What does that matter? Yeah, that's, like, that's, everybody that's has hurtful. their own path. And yeah. it's like, people do things just to be hurtful. Mm-hmm. But it always makes me happy when I hear that people actually have like, a good relationship with their family even if it didn't start that way because i know like even in my instance was not always great and so it's like but the more people go through things and change it's cool to be able to see people change which i saw especially with like my my family unit yeah again not my mom so much but she doesn't listen to this so we don't worry about it (laughs) my mom was like the mom that was super cool and let me do anything that my heart desired yeah you know like was supportive of that but she also scared the shit out of me. So, like, she did a good job, I think, like, being a mom. Like, because yeah. I knew, like, if I disappointed her, it wouldn't be pretty. Mm-hmm. But I never got punished. I never got grounded. Like I know. I we've like, had this conversation yeah. where you're like, 
my dad yelled at me because I said to get his ass in the kitchen, kitchen. and yeah. I was like, I got my door taken away. Yeah, exactly. That was such a, yeah. I had no door. Yeah, I know. So it's like, you know, there's things like that. But now my mom is like more like my bestie. Yeah. You know, like we'll text and like she's super sweet and you know, she's like That's a little awesome. love bug. I love her. Yeah. yeah. I think it's one of those things with parents too, especially since, I mean, not as much for you, but like we were, we're older. And so it's like, I feel like a lot of the times with parents, like they either, maybe they just like didn't know. It's like, it's like, that's one of the reasons I don't want to have a kid. It's like, I don't know how to like nurture a young mm-hmm. mind. Like I didn't have the best representation of that, but they didn't either. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's also kind of like, you know, the relationship with my mom not, might not be the best or whatever, but it's also just like, I'm not like mad or upset at her. Like I love her. It's just like different tools that I've learned now weren't taught to her or to them back in that, you know, instance. And it's like some people learn and change and some people don't. You kind of done <laughs> you know your I mean? own journey though a lot and learned a lot of this stuff on your own. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like as an adult, right? Yeah. Completely. Yeah. Like you <laughs> yeah. don't have any guidance from her. No. I mean, I wish I had because it could have avoided some things, but like it's good life yeah, really? lessons. Really? I mean, you would, have, you would have done it anyways. I would have done whatever I wanted to do. And I kind of wonder that. I wonder how much like how much the influence of your childhood has like on things because especially with people who are like creative it's like so for instance like if I had the most support and I like knew all the things and I was so prepared for the world would I be the same person I don't think I would be the same person so it's like because all those little life lessons even if they were shitty things kind of teach you and help you cultivate your life and all that in the way that you want it to be mm-hmm. and you have to like learn from all those things so it's like it's like we talked about you know in the past but it's like you know being so sheltered or whatever it's like I was sheltered and they were very strict but it was like they didn't know what I was doing mm-hmm. like it was just like here's the rules and we're not gonna check <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean like we're not gonna enforce it and they're gonna be surprised when something bad happens <laughs> Did you ever, wait, you sneaked out of the house when you were a kid? A couple times. Did you ever sneak out of the house or, like, do anything like that? Yeah, I snuck out. I got... <laughs> Me too. Uh, I did. Got didn't it. we all? It's healthy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Being a child was fun. Yeah. Sorry, mom and dad. <laughs> but it's, it's funny, too, because, like, I feel more like my inner child than I ever have in the past couple of years, just because it's kind of, like, it's letting go of all of the whatever, you know, shit that I was carrying around for years and years, because it all compiles after a while, and it starts to, like, weigh you down and make you kind of, like, miss out on the magic and things that's still there. It's just, like, you're too focused on all this other bad shit or, like, the things that people say or whatever you've internalized to, you know, bring that. And so when I was a kid, I was like, I don't give two shits less. I'll do whatever I want, and I can do whatever I want. And it's like, if I put my mind to something, I'll do it. And... And I lost that for, like, so long. I feel like the older I get, like, the more it's coming back. And it reminds me of just, like, how, like, old people just don't give a fuck about anything. Mm -hmm. They just do it. And I'm like, that's me now. (laughs) (laughs) I can just be weird. I can do whatever. Like, I'll make (laughs) shit happen, you know? And that's, like, it's, like, a cool mind space to find again, especially being someone who's, like, creative. I don't think I could thrive in a a desk job. And I've had those Absolutely not. No. No so draining it, yeah I, I mean i've never um don't I, if you can avoid it don't, don't soul sucking i couldn't I, yeah <laughs> yeah i guess some people some people thrive in that environment but that's why it's like different things for everybody you know whether it's like your different kink or fetish or what type of content you make because even in like content creation that goes over so many things some that have nothing to do with porn whether yeah. it's like you're just flexing you know or maybe someone does like uh, nude artwork or something and it's just like them naked painting or you know uh, just showing off like their dance skills and they're not naked like there's so many different avenues to do something creative and monetize it which mm-hmm. is awesome I love it's watching awesome. all those cool. videos of people cooking <clears throat> making like really cool dishes mm. you know and like you see it step by step yeah those like give me there's this happiness <laughs> thing that keeps coming up on my tiktok and it's like this person is making the most beautiful breads and I just sit there like yeah yeah oh yeah put those strings over that loaf oh my god that design oh so beautiful oh god it just makes me horny Mm, (laughs) Mm. (laughs) do 
do you follow like you know doing fitness stuff do you follow like a diet do you count your macros and and stuff like that I definitely have a more of a lifestyle take on the fitness journey and bodybuilding in general mm-hmm. like I lift like a bodybuilder I lift like a power lifter I like just do what feels good and I eat what feels good yes, so when I, like I when I want to achieve a certain look I I do diet mm-hmm. but for the most part like I found like a perfect balance for my body where like I stay at a happy weight. I'm satiated. I'm strong. I'm lifting heavy and I'm very happy with how I look. That's so, awesome. That's, that's really good. Yeah. I, I, I don't like getting the questions of like, what are your macros? I had to look up what macros were. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, Oh, I definitely don't count these. <laughs> Cause it's, it's like everybody's body is so different too, that even if, even if someone was, for instance, doing like the same routine as you and eating the same things and doing everything, it's not necessarily going to have the same effect for them. It's all like finding out what works for your body. And that's even as far as like the same thing as like the content creation or leaving the comments or what type of content you like to consume. It's so different for everyone. And it's like at the end of the day, you can't control who you can't pick your parents. Mm-hmm. So it's like that has a huge factor into like how your body responds to different stimulus, whether it's like how you train or what you can and can't eat. Like I can't eat dairy or I'll shit my pants. Like, you know what I mean? And that's not the same for everybody. <laughs> so I'll eat cheese still. doesn't make me shit my pants. Just milk. There's something wrong with milk. It doesn't vibe with me the right way. I'm not supposed to be eating bread, but I still do it. Why are you supposed I to be eating bread? I have a gluten intolerance. I'm not allergic, but... It definitely it messes with my skin. Like, I'll get um, inflammation, redness, bump, bumpy skin. Or, like, they said that, like, over time, like, if I don't, like, watch it, I could become allergic. Hmm. So, that would suck completely. So, but just kind of, like, really moderation yeah. type thing. But also, I but just also had in and right. out. So, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> you don't want to have to get to the point where you're doing the lettuce bun. Yeah. Oh, well, God. I mean, I don't mind the lettuce bun. But what am I going to put in it? Just yeah. lettuce and tomato? I don't eat meat. Oh, you don't. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's super I'd sad. Be, it would just be a salid. It would like, just be <laughs> an edible salad. <laughs> oh, I hate salads too. Man, okay. I probably should eat more greens, but it's just not my thing. That's why I do like the green drinks. Because mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's just it's I don't know. It just feels sad. Like I'm a bunny rabbit, just like eating lettuce. God, I hate it so that's much. <laughs> do you um? So do you go to the gym like every day? What's that like routine like for you? Do you work out at home? I go to the gym like five days a week. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah, like five that's days it. a week. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. <laughs> I like I get questions all the time about like my routine. Like I'm not very strict. I really I just know my body. I know it feels good for me, and it's been working. Like that's awesome. Yeah. It responds. So. I feel like. Like following like a strict routine too doesn't it it doesn't really work for me either because it's like some days it's like well even if it's like a leg day I don't necessarily want to do the same thing that I did the last leg day mm-hmm. so there's different like variants that you can make to things or it's like you know when you need a day off yeah you know all that kind of yeah. stuff like because I feel like there's a lot of expectations put on fitness like it's like you have to count these macros and you have to make sure that you're doing this three two split or whatever it right. is and you have to make sure that to engage your glutes you have to do this this specific type of motion it's like no you just have to like do yeah you just have to start it's yeah. like there's too much thought that goes into like sticking to this like ridiculous schedule or this ridiculous diet mm-hmm. that isn't conducive long term like you have to find a way to switch your entire lifestyle to a way that's like accommodating to the goals that you want to reach yeah because it's not because it's easy to fall off of like a schedule Mm -hmm. and then get frustrated and just backslide and then just stop for like a few months and then be like oh well now it's been months so I have to start all the way back from square one yeah and you You have to find what's sustainable for you like Mm -hmm. sometimes is way better than never yeah and if you're thinking about getting all those, it's intimidating, like going to the gym for the first time and like trying to figure it out, but everyone's figuring it out. Everyone's body is going to be different. If mm-hmm. someone's doing something different than the way you're doing it, it doesn't mean that you're doing it wrong or they're doing it wrong. Like everyone's on in life. Everyone is on their own journey. Mm-hmm. Everyone's got to figure it out for themselves yeah. and we're all individual people yeah so i was actually like uh reached out to some or reached out by someone on instagram who was like come to our gym right and i'm not a fitness person like at all and i'm like okay cool and then they're like so if you come we'll set you up with like a trainer and this and i'm like oh no 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 i was like i'm good with that i know a lot of people that are in the fitness world like 
I mean, I can't ask you for tips if I wanted no, you like can't. fitness. I could. No, you can't. You, you might not give me the answers, but I'd ask. I'll be like, "Fuck you." And then I'd be like, "All yourself. right, I will." And then <laughs> so I told the guy, I was like, "No, I'm not interested in a trainer. Um, definitely like not that person that like eats healthy all the time. Which I mean, I do, but I'm not like 100% health nut. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, and what I would be interested in doing is like the classes. You know, like there's tons of classes that they were offering yeah. that I was into. Or interested in and like I was like I want to go and make it fun for me mm-hmm. I want to go and enjoy my workout it has yeah. to be something you look forward to and not something that you dread yeah, yeah and I I would dread seeing a trainer I think I feel like I'd be like this is not fun this is work you know and the guy was like yeah no worries and I'm like and also I was like I'm not fit by any means he's like listen we all have a starting point and mm-hmm. I was like that's like the best way you could put it yeah, yeah. everybody Everyone has, has a, a starting, starting point. point it's just a matter of starting it which is yeah. like always the hardest thing like even today like this morning i I did not want to do squats at all but i knew today was squat day (laughs) so i had to hype myself up and make myself go do it and then you know what when i started doing it i wanted to keep doing it Mm -hmm. you know it was one of those things like you know where do you find the motivation it's like you have to make the motivation Mm -hmm. you have to like want that for yourself and watching somebody else do it on instagram or tiktok or whatever isn't going to make you start it it's going to be your decision to do it i say that as someone who has gone like in and out of fitness my entire life and only the last couple years have i taken it actually seriously but it was very much that like i'm gonna work out you know just so that i can drink as much as i want to or just so i can maintain you know just maintain Mm -hmm. you know whatever this is you know for cam and all that kind of stuff and it was like this you know work very hard for a set amount of time then get frustrated and then not work out for like six months or just do like the very base level mm-hmm. whatever because I didn't like I didn't really have that desire or I wasn't in that place at that time to like m- motivate myself to do it mm-hmm. but it's like it's definitely like a whole m- mental change yeah. to be like this is what I'm going to do and it's just like that with anything. It's like even if even if you have an idea for like wanting to start a YouTube channel or I know we've had people write in like can you can you watch my YouTube video and like give me direction on what to do? I'm like, no, I can't. Because whatever it is that you're creating or doing for yourself, it has to be for you and it has to be you put into it. You can take cues from other people by like watching other people's, you know, content or by like watching someone else's routine and be like, oh, this is maybe something I could implement. But at the end of the day, it's like what you need to make that happen because if you're not putting yourself into it mm-hmm. then you're not gonna feel fulfilled by it either mm-hmm. you're just gonna like constantly then be comparing yourself to whoever you were basing that off of mm-hmm. and especially when you're just starting and they're already established where they are that's yeah. very frustrating to keep going back and forth like well why am i not there yet it's like well you don't know how long it took that person years to get to that point sometimes yeah, yeah. years yeah years mm-hmm. a lot of years like <laughs> whenever you see those like you know, you can get these glutes in, in two months. I'm like, no, you can't. That's a BBL. Yeah. <laughs> There's no fucking way. And nothing out. easy is good. Like, you know no. what I mean? It's not, or anything like, anything you can't worth do anything doing quick. Yeah, yeah, you can't yeah, do anything yeah. quick. Right. It's just like with the, you know, making the fan base and stuff like that. Like yeah. you can just grind out a bunch of shitty customs that they're not going to appreciate and right. won't buy customs again. Or you can take that extra time and care to give a shit. Mm-hmm. And whether it's giving a shit about yourself or your fans or whatever, you just give a shit all you gotta do (laughs) just like it with anything you know i don't know like did you did you ever get frustrated i know it's like different like different industries and stuff but like when you were first starting like makeup for instance like because it's a creative world like you gotta like think of it that way like artists are artists and they're good for what they can like they can give you you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like i don't think I can never look at my art and judge it because someone else's is so good. I kind of get inspired by mm-hmm. seeing other makeup artists mm-hmm. and, like, how, like, talented they are. Like, when we watch Glow Up, mm-hmm. I'm always, like, living. Like, I'm like, oh, my God, all these people are so talented. Yeah. I wouldn't, like... We've gotten good ideas from that as well yes. that we've implemented and stuff. Absolutely. And, like, it's inspiring. And I feel like if you're a creator you should just like take what you like from all these different you know talented people and make it your own Mm -hmm. you know and that's how i try and look at what i do like it's so hard to not compare myself to all these other bodybuilders that are like in way better shape than me and have been doing this for way longer but it i do have to look at it as an art like i'm not a competitive bodybuilder so i'm Mm -hmm. not like in it for the game i do Mm -hmm. it because it's my art 
and like, yeah, I can't compare my art to someone else's because I'm delivering a totally different picture than what anyone else is. Yeah, and, like, yeah. and getting good, like... That's where the value is. Totally, and like having like the quality products like in my kit, you know, mm. like I want to put the best stuff I can on my clients to make them feel the best, you know, yeah. or look the best and like, you know, um, just like growing all that, you know, like I don't know how to explain it, but... I just feel like if you really put the care and the and the time and keep learning and keep mm -hmm. growing like your talent, then you're good to go. Yeah, That's yeah. What you need to do. Well, it, and it's all just like practice and trial and error and all that stuff. Just like time and time again. Like failure is so important and like, fine. Like it's fine. It's okay. Yeah. Because it's not permanent. It's just it's a way. It's like when you fail at something, it's just. Something that you realize that's a way to improve for the next time or to try something different or that this isn't working. Like it's like getting hung up on the failures is very easy to do, but you also have to look at it. It's like, especially with something that's like art and creative, whether it's like the bodybuilding or the photos or the makeup or whatever. Everybody has such a different view of you than you have of you. It's mm -hmm. like, I, I talked about this with Ariel a little bit when she was on, but it's like that whole thing where you can shoot, you could basically have two photographers at a shoot with you, right? And you could be wearing the same outfit. They could stand in the same spot. You're going to get two entirely different images with two entirely different feelings because that is somebody else's art and how they see you. Mm -hmm. So it's also, you know, very easy to get down and compare yourself to other people. But then you also have to look at like, just you in that bubble and be like, okay, well, there are all these people who appreciate and like what I'm doing and they all see me this certain way, even if I don't see it. Yeah. So it's like, cause you, you can't control how other people see or view you. Mm -hmm. So if you just focus on the people that are kind of like championing for you, mm -hmm. it's like, then you're, you're going to feel a lot more comfortable with whatever it is that you're going to try next or, you know, anything like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Art is very subjective. It is totally. I agree. I love it. I mean, um, even just when we do like our little painting days, you know, yeah. like where we just like throw paint on a, on a canvas and like splatter. I'm like, it just Fun. feels good. Yeah. Would you, you like know? to do that sometime? Come and smoke with us and just throw to. paint on canvas? I would absolutely love to. Oh, I man. mean, we do that and it's just like the best. Like sometimes we... It we'll just, just put music on and we'll just like... Ah. Mm -hmm. That sounds <laughs> you know? great. It's yeah. so fun. It's one of I think that we're definitely going to have to make some muscle muscle content as well yeah, yeah that's gonna sure. be really good yeah. oh i'm excited i'm excited <laughs> i can't wait so as far as upcoming this is being released in january is there anywhere that you want to like direct people or anything that you have coming this month that you um there's stuff in the works i'm not too sure yet okay. i don't want to make any promises but okay but definitely just... a lot of cool stuff yeah follow me and find out okay well, where can they follow you <laughs> on instagram at ranya m dally okay um and got like your links and everything links in the bio. Yeah. yeah as always link in bio yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well thank you for coming on this has been thank so fun yeah, this is you. awesome thank i love you. it look forward to the next one yes yeah. <laughs> and thank you guys uh once again for listening thank you for tuning in wherever you are if you're on youtube leave a comment to help the algorithm yes Share we with love a friend. Your comments. Share with a performer. Share with a bodybuilder. Share with anybody because we just <laughs> like to have people listen. So thank you. Thank you all. Thank you. We'll see you next week and go lift something heavy. Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year. <laughs>